You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. As listeners will know, we love reading year-round, but summer reading definitely has its own vibe. We'll be sharing what moods we seek in our summer reading and a few top summer read recommendations. Plus, we'll talk about how we encourage our kids to read during the summer, share what else we're reading, and we'll end the show with memorable reading moments. So to kick things off, I want to know how you think about summer reading and how it's different for you than the rest of the year and in both like how and when you read and what you read. So tell me about summer reading. Okay. I in general find myself just having less of an attention span in the summer. Mm. Like routines are not, are kind of shaken up. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I just feel like there's things going on, you know, so I find myself wanting faster paced or shorter reads. I have a harder time like digging into a Mm. nice long meaty book in the summer that feels more like fall winter reading to me. Um, I do read more overall, I would say, but I, and I'm more likely to pick up a, like a hard copy book from the library because we're at the library a little bit more mm. during the summertime. You know, the kids actually had a, a camp there. So we were there a whole bunch this summer. Um, and just like pick up a hard copy book that's sitting on the coffee table, like in the middle of the afternoon, mm-hmm. which, I, which I don't really have time for necessarily gotcha. in the school year. So mm. I, I find myself doing that more often. Now, since homeschooling, I do a lot of pre-reading in the summer for um, our curriculum and our curriculum is very lit based as I've talked about before. So there's a lot of like, I don't have to pre-read. There's times I don't get a chance to, but sometimes I really like to, to just be a book or two ahead and, mm-hmm. you know, cause you can think of a fun activity or something to do with that book. So I'm doing a lot of that in the summertime for homeschool, but it works out perfectly cause those are shorter right. middle grade books that tend to be, you know, easier to get through. So it kind of matches my attention yeah. span for the summer. So, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. In the summer, similar to you, I am definitely in the mood for page turners, like yeah. keep my attention. And for me, that is, that can either be a lighter rom-com, mm-hmm. like really fun kind of a read or the kind of story that's something suspenseful. Yeah. Just anything that's going to keep me yeah. really engaged and just feel really fun. I have noticed since we've been in summer that I have felt I have maybe a little bit more reading time. Mm-hmm. We have a more relaxed podcast recording schedule, mm-hmm. so there's just kind of been less prep and work around right. that, I've noticed. Our evenings are more laid back without soccer practice or school yeah. activities, yeah, all the running. things like that. Um, and so, yeah, I just feel like I've been finding more little chunks of random time mm-hmm. for reading, kind of like you were mentioning. Mm-hmm. For me, it's just kind of time around the house where... Maybe suddenly all the kids aren't there. And yeah, it's almost just... like it dawns on you like, oh, yeah, I could read a book right yeah, now. That exactly. happens more in the summer, I feel like. And for me, I'm usually just popping in an AirPod and listening to okay. a book. I'm mm-hmm. finding more listening time, okay. I find, lately. This year, I put together a little list of summer 2023 books for myself that mm-hmm. I just wanted to remember. Like, ooh, this sounds really good. I want yeah. to try to get to like this Like something on your summer. TBR that would be good to slot in in the yes. summertime. Okay. So what I did, I actually made a separate shelf for myself on Goodreads ooh. and put those there so that when I was updating my queue or looking for the next thing, I could just go to this little short list. I have really thought about doing like seasonal reading shelves because like, like all my that. like witchy stories yep. I want to read in the fall yep and it's like I'm just losing things in my t- totally tbr at this point so I, I feel like I need to get yes. more specific I think we need to take it next level yes we do <laughs> but Goodreads is not the most user-friendly so I'm always like 
do I go there and make it more complicated? I know, I know. You really have to get in there and like force it to do what you want. But if anyone is interested, if you follow me on Goodreads, then you can see my shelf titled Summer 2023. Love it. And then the last couple things I wanted to mention for summer reading, I enjoy finding websites, blogs that are publishing summer reading recommendations. Mm -hmm. And those are just always fun to look through. And I usually get a couple of great recommendations. Mm -hmm. This year, I looked at the website Everyday Reading, which Mm -hmm. is a book and reading blog, and I'll link to that. And also, I always get good reading recommendations from the Lazy Genius newsletter that just shows up in my inbox. Love it. Now let's talk about our summer reading so far. What have you finished recently and what are you currently reading? Okay, so I have two five-star books that I have read recently, which just doesn't happen that often for me. That's like a, this is a, I can't recommend highly enough book. One of them is one for school. It's Frindle by Andrew Clements. And I had seen this one around forever and it, you know, the cover looks kind of like a Beverly Cleary type book. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, you know, Mm -hmm. it sounds maybe cute, but I did not realize how amazing this book is. And it was, it was, it's our first book in our language arts curriculum for this year. And so I, like I said, I had seen it around forever, but was never really interested, but it is so cute. It is quirky and charming and a short, quick read and like really well written but then there's these profound moments of humanity in it that are so cute and like creativity and encouraging independent thinking and it was just it really blew me away I was like I cannot wait to read this with the girls so that one I highly recommend and then I was reading A Fever in the Heartland the Ku Klux Klan's plot to take over America and the woman who stopped them what it is oh my gosh. riveting. I feel on the edge of my seat already. It is riveting. It is. It was suggested by Sharon McMahon of Sharon mm-hmm. Says So on Instagram. And she actually has a podcast episode that I want to listen to now that like pairs with it because she did a whole series about like that time period and how prohibition in particular mm. like was used for all these power grabs with different groups. Oh, and the KKK was one that did that. And like really how close they were to some major political po- wow. power in our country. Mm-hmm. And this intense, crazy story that like, that put a stop to some of wow. it, like one of the main guys. So it is just, it was so good. I couldn't stop talking about it to Jeremiah. And he's like, is this about the Klan book again? <laughs> like, I know it's like super light summer reading exactly oh what gosh. you want to hear. But it's one of those, like it's real nonfiction, but it, read like a thriller almost it was so good and those are the best wow gosh those sound great okay two books that I finished reading recently that I think would also make great summer reads because they were page turners and just fun interesting the first one is called The Golden Spoon by Jessa Maxwell I just downloaded that oh did you oh good queued up okay I think you're gonna enjoy it I was gonna definitely recommend it to you personally this book is like a mashup of an American great British baking show plus a clue style murder mystery I saw that and I was like sold yep (laughs) so it's all taking place at this big old manor house in kind of remote New England. Mm -hmm. And I just, I loved the cooking and food descriptions, like the competition Mm -hmm. aspect, but then also the backstory of the different characters and how they were revealed over time Mm -hmm. and just how it all comes together. So I've heard it's delightful. I think you're really going to enjoy that. And the next one that I just finished this week is called When No One Is Watching by Alyssa Cole. This book is described as a mashup of the movie Get Out and rear window. 
Okay. So the premise is that the main character, Sydney, is noticing how rapidly her Brooklyn neighborhood is changing with gentrification at the same time that some alarming things start happening. Ooh. This book was a page turner until the end, and it does such a good job weaving in events inspired by history and has some really sharp and on-point commentary on racism and gentrification. Okay. It's just It was really good. I love a page turner that has good commentary yes. as well. Yes. So would recommend that. Also, this book is described as a thriller. Like when books say a novel, this one says a thriller. And I was nervous about that. Because, yeah. you know, I yeah. can't handle a whole lot. I don't want to be too thrilled. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, never fear anyone else who feels similarly to me. This, I wouldn't say the book is any more intense than like a suspense light kind of a read. Okay. So proceed. Okay. I love it, and but now it's time I for do that. need to speak about your nail polish because I'm <gasps> distracted because that looks so Thank good you. on you. Thank you. That color looks amazing on you. I can't remember what it's called, but it's an olive and June quick dry, which I am into, uh-huh. and it's a very light pale blue. I will. Oh, it's blue. It I looks will like link a lavender to it. From, yeah, it just looks like so good with your skin tone. Thank you. Love I it. was very proud of the job I did on my home manicure too. It came out really sharp. It's so good. I can't focus. I needed to say something. Thank you. I was no, I'm always (laughs) noticing your nails too. They, they're very pretty, not quite hot pink, but summer pink. It's like a Barbie pink. Yeah. Yeah. Barbie pink. Uh (laughs) Okay. So what are you currently reading? Okay. I'm currently reading for our in-person book club, Happy Place, which is Emily Henry's new one. And I'm listening to it on Audible. Because Julia Whalen is the narrator. Oh, is she? I haven't and listened to any of her books. You know, I just love it's so good. So she, I don't think she narrated any of her other ones. Maybe she did, but I just love her as a narrator. And all Emily Henry books are great summer reads. It's about this one's about like a group of friends that always goes to this vacation place, you know, like on the coast together. Mm-hmm. And so it's just great. Okay, that sounds fun. Um, I'm reading that. Okay, so you know my rule. I have like. An audible book going right. or audio from the library. I have a hardback usually and then something on my Kindle. Super on reader. top of school reading. Oh but, my gosh. But I like to have I'm moody, so yes. I have to have a couple things to choose from. So the one I have right now in hard copy from the library is Shrines of Gaiety, which is Kate Atkinson's uh newest novel. She has I believe. a new one. I love Kate yes. Atkinson. And I think I just think it came out last year. And it's like set in the 20s and London and gangstery, and I'm I'm loving it so oh, far. That sounds great. And then on my Kindle, I just started last night actually. The Escape Artist, the man who broke out of Auschwitz to warn the world by Jonathan Friedland. Wow, which is a nonfiction also, and like one of these lesser known Holocaust mm-hmm. stories that like you know this author heard about this guy and feels like he should be up there with like Anne Frank and Oscar Schindler mm-hmm. as you know heroes of that wow. time period. So. Yeah, really, really interesting so far and loving those three. Okay. You've got a you've got quite a variety for your summer I do. reading. I gotta I gotta just mix it up, you know? I yeah. gotta mix it up. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna share one I'm just going to share one book that I'm currently reading. It's the audio book that I just started and I'm already really enjoying it. I think you would also really enjoy okay. it. It could be a good fall read. Okay. This is the historical fiction novel, The Personal Librarian Ooh, by Marie Benedict fiction. and okay. Victoria Christopher Murray has two authors. This would be such a great book club book. I'm going to recommend it to our book club. Ooh. This is the blurb. 
This is about J.P. Morgan's personal librarian, Belle DaCosta Green, the Black American woman who was forced to hide her true identity and passes white in order to leave a lasting legacy that enriched our nation. Wow. I know. That is interesting. Yes. So the narrator is great and just what a fascinating premise. And I yeah. just love that historical fiction. Love Worked that. Worked in, in the libraries. So love that. Now, are you a one book at a time person? I am not. I am. I am a two book at a time person. Okay. I'm always doing a Kindle or hardback and then also an audio. Okay. But the Kindle book that I'm reading, I don't feel like I'm so far into it that I can give it a good. Right. Right. Yeah. A okay. good endorsement. Next, I would love for us to share a few of our favorite summer reads or books we think that would make great summer reads. So let's go back and forth and each share three. Okay. I it's funny because I don't feel like my summer reading taste necessarily lines up with everybody else's, partly because we live in such a summery place right. that I almost want to read like about the Arctic and yes, whatever. Yes. But I'm going to give the people what I think they want and and some summery beachy reads or just ones that are like riveting enough to read, you know, while you're on vacation in between putting sunscreen on your kids, yep. all that stuff. So uh, the first one is Where the Crawdads Sing oh, by yes. Delia Owens, which is not, I, I would not say like a light read necessarily, but just such amazing storytelling and the setting is like Carolina swamp country just very like natural setting and talking a lot about the birds and the water and the it just feels summery to me and that is just all of our book club love that book that's one of our top faves so can't recommend that one highly enough the first one I want to recommend is The Chicken Sisters by K.J. Delantonia. The little short blurb for this book says, three generations, two chicken shacks, one recipe for disaster. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this is just a really fun family, mm-hmm. not quite drama, but a little bit of rom-com. It's just like a really good feel-good read, but that just like has good characters and uh-huh. good heart. This is the story of rival chicken restaurants that have divided a family for years. (laughs) When a reality food show has a competition to see which restaurant is definitively the best, it pits two sisters against each other and ultimately gives them a second chance to reunite the family. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's just really fun. I would, I would, I could recommend it, I think, to any woman in your life. Love it. All right. My next is just anything by Emily Henry. Honestly, like I mentioned, Happy Place that we're reading right now. That's a great summer read so far. Beach Read is my other favorite of hers. And Book Lovers is good. Like there's all kinds of the only one I did not like of hers was The People We Meet on Vacation. Oh, yeah. That had mixed reviews in our book club. That was her, right? Yes. I think so. Yeah. So that one I just was like, eh. I couldn't get into it. I didn't mm-hmm. like the trope. I don't know what it was. But yeah, she writes like rom-com, um, but with really fun, you know, just witty writing and mm-hmm. fun characters. So yeah. The next one I want to recommend is called Nora Goes Off Script. This is a fun book. It has a ridiculous premise that you just have to get on board with, okay. which sometimes happens yep. in these summer read yep. fun books. So here's the premise. Nora Hamilton knows the formula for love better than anyone. As a romance channel screenwriter, it's her job. But when her marriage collapses, she turns it into cash and writes the best script of her life. No one is more surprised than her when it's picked up for the big screen and set to film on location at her 100-year-old home. Now it gets better. (laughs) When former sexiest man alive, Leo Vance, is cast as her 'er ne'er-do-well husband, Nora's life will never be the same. Oh, right. I love this for her. Yes. (laughs) And it is just, it's a super fun read. Would be great to read by the pool or by the beach or just at home if you're envisioning being elderly. Mm-hmm. My next one is Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And I 
really enjoyed Daisy Jones and the Six, and I enjoyed this one quite a bit too. They're nothing like this is why I like summer reading is probably not my favorite because I don't feel like it's like life changing mm-hmm. reading, you know, right. like really profound or anything. But I just it's all about surfing and Malibu and celebrities and this family that's yeah, like family dynamics, family, family dynamics, history. really interesting, um, but lots of summer scenery in the book. So I yeah, think that's that true. It's an enjoyable beach read also. Okay. I have kind of a different one for my last one. This is called Shit Actually, the definitive 100% objective guide to modern cinema by Lindy West. Whoa. I know. This is a hilarious and fun audiobook that I think would just be a great summer listen. It's a collection of essays. So you okay. can kind of tune in, tune yeah. out, mm-hmm. which is sometimes the, you know, the vibe that you need in the summer. This is kind of a little blurb. At once, outrageously funny and piercingly incisive, shit actually reminds us to pause and ask, how does this movie hold up? All while teaching us to laugh at the things we love without ever letting them or ourselves off the hook. So she each essay is a movie review and she just oh. goes back and points out how ridiculous, up certain- sexist, <laughs> yes. you know, crazy yes. these movies and the premises are. Yes. But she does it in this way where you can still love the movie. Uh-huh. Like she does the review for Harry Potter being like, I love Harry Potter. Right. You know, and you also can- let's laugh about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Let's laugh about how ridiculous like it. it is. So a few of the movie reviews included The Lion King, Twilight, Face Off. Off, which was one of my favorites I made Chris listen to it it was so I was like that movie is definitively ridiculous <laughs> um, Harry Potter Honey I Shrunk the Kids and Top Gun among many others love actually has to be one of them right? oh yes yes it the is title. okay <laughs> yes it is <laughs> okay let's talk about summer reading for kids do you do anything differently in the summer to encourage reading and then also share some of the favorite books that your girls have been reading lately Okay, we just do, they're required to do like their little summer workbook and then 30 minutes of reading, like literally set a timer. I want to see you doing it before we move on to video games or playing outside or whatever. There's not a whole lot of playing outside, but you know, that is still going strong. We just kind of keep that habit up. That's a school requirement that they have also during the school year. So we just keep Mm -hmm. it the same. Um, Plus they have... I feel like they do a little more nighttime reading because it's not, I'm not as likely to go in and be like, okay, lights Lights off. off. We have school tomorrow. Um, So they do more of that, Uh, more library trips, like I said. So Julia has been really into two series. One is the Goddess Girls graphic novels. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if I've mentioned this before. I feel like I have because she's been into Greek mythology for a minute. Like that was her, she was Medusa for Halloween. She's very into it. And so this is just like fun, like each book is based on a different goddess, but like very eight to 12 year old graphic novel. She just rips through those mm-hmm. and needs a new one right away. And then she just started another series, the Barry Brook middle school series. Mm-hmm. And this was a graphic novel series also. And it's, she started with the one brave and really loved that. She said, okay. And then Vanessa is very into space in general, but she's specifically into space books lately. So she just finished uh, Space Case by Stuart Gibbs, who wrote the Spy School series. Maybe oh. you've seen that, those around. Yes, I'm going to recommend a book also by him. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is like a, it's like a very light middle grade murder mystery Ooh. slash sci-fi. Like okay. they live on the moon and someone goes missing and nice. they have to figure this all out. So she loved that one. And then she just checked out from the library Racing the Moon by Ellen Armstrong, which is a 
which is fiction, and then um, American Moonshot Young Readers Edition about JFK and the race to space. Oh, so it's right. like it's like an airport, you know, thick dad yeah. book, but she got the Young Readers Edition <laughs> and she great. loves it. She loves like nonfiction. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay, well, this summer, in summers past, I have signed my boys up to do the library reading program, which all public libraries usually have Mm -hmm. that, make it really easy to sign up, really accessible, and just to kind of give some encouragement or little prizes along Mm -hmm. the way, like very low stakes. make it fun. So we have done that before, but... Honestly, the boys already read a lot and they don't really seem to care about tracking their reading. Yeah. And so I felt like it would just be something that I signed up for yeah. and was trying to keep like, <laughs> like just force assigning myself a task <laughs> that I don't need to do. Right. So basically, I'm just trying to keep up their reading, which they do a lot of. I would say they do. Dash especially does more audiobook reading okay. in the summer just because we have the time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he'll wake up and just put on his audiobook mm-hmm. and be listening to that. And we'll just kind of do that in his downtime. So, that's great. What really helps keep up their reading, and so just trying to keep this up in the summer, is for me to go do a library trip by myself mm-hmm. and grab stuff off the shelves. They are not always great about picking out their own books. Yeah. I, I think they I need to. Weird stuff and I know. They don't want I, it. I need to help develop that yeah. skill. It, it in almost. Them. I mean, even for me, like with school reading, they get to choose from what I've already chosen right. for them. You know, like they have more than they need. Yep. And then they have to choose from that because it's just between the grade level and mm-hmm. reading level and like interests. Yeah. They pick weird things and, sometimes. And knowing what they're going to yeah. like exactly. So if I do a trip and just bring a big haul. I set them up on the couch and I am guaranteed to get like an hour of quiet nice. reading time when nice. they get home. They yeah. just love it. So almost it's kind of more of a task for me of making sure I'm doing that every couple mm-hmm. of weeks to just keep things fresh. Mm-hmm. So I have some book recommendations. Both boys are either have finished or in the middle of the novel Academy by TZ Layton. And this is just traditional chapter book is actually pretty thick. They Mm. have been more into graphic novels recently, but their soccer coach at the end of the season actually gave each of the kids on the team a copy of this book. Oh, that's cute. Because it's soccer themed. I just, I loved that so much. thing from a coach. Yes, it was really thoughtful. So it's about a kid who plays soccer and that he ends up getting picked to be on this premier youth soccer academy over in England. So it's about him going over there to train and, you know, kind of coming of age and uh, like advancing his soccer and kind of coming to terms Mm -hmm. with being brave in that way. So they both said they are really liking that. We are just about to start City Spies on audio, which Mm -hmm. I have heard recommended. The author is James Ponty, who also wrote Spy School, Mm -hmm. like you mentioned. And this is the premise of the book. Operating out of a base in Scotland, the city spies are five kids from various parts of the world. When they're not attending the local boarding school, they're honing their unique skills, such as sleight of hand, breaking and entering, observation, and explosives. (laughs) All of these allow them to go places in the world of espionage where adults can't. Mm -hmm. So just pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also, along with that, I wanted to recommend getting Bluetooth headphones for audiobook listening for your Mm -hmm. kids. This is something that we just got for the boys for the summer. A friend had recommended that to me because Dash was walking around or listening in his room with the iPad and just and then they're like on YouTube randomly or something else like all of a sudden yeah you just... and, and I just like the idea of them just being able to disconnect from yes. the screen and like go yes. about their day or mm-hmm. whatever so anyway loving those makes it more pleasant for me and hopefully for them mm-hmm. and I want to mention two books that Maeve is really loving lately 
the classic Miss Nelson is Missing by Aww. James Marshall. Um, this Kids love this book. They really uh, do. It they is a, really do. If you're not familiar, it is about a sweet teacher who goes missing and is replaced by the very strict Viola Swamp. Yes. So fair warning, I'm about to spoil the twist. So <laughs> you've been warned. But Viola Swamp is Miss Nelson. Yes. She's so like teaching her class a lesson. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, about how to behave. And I love seeing how kids at different ages interpret the book. So at Maeve's age at three, <laughs> she totally does not get there the same right. person. Right. Like I kind of ask her at the end. I'm right. like, why does she have that wig? Why does she have that black dress? And yeah. she's just like, because it's in her closet. <laughs> yeah, you coincidence. Know? And so I remember Cedric used to love this book. And it was like so fun when he was at the age, probably maybe five-ish, where yeah. he was like, oh, I think it is Miss Swamp. Uh-huh. So that's just really fun. And I have also enjoyed getting that audiobook from the library for Maeve okay. and listening in the car. I have found that if we've already read the book at home and yes. she's familiar yes. with it, then she'll really enjoy listening to yeah. the audiobook. Very true. So there's that one. And then the other one is called Mix It Up by Hervé Toulet, I believe is how you say his name. This is by the same author as Press Here, which like these oh, yeah. interactive mm-hmm. kind of color art books yeah. where it tells the kid to like touch this dot of paint, mix it with this one, smash the pages together. Mm-hmm. It's such a clever concept mm-hmm. and Maeve really likes it. Really great for that mm-hmm. age. Okay, what else are you reading? Okay, I'm going to be real. Okay. I sure did cozy up with the latest indictment of former President Trump and read it word for did word. Did you? Okay. Special counsel told me to, and I was like, I'm going to, because I'm I'm just so sick of the two-minute sound bites right. of everything, right? And I was like, no, these are very serious charges, Yeah. and I feel like I want to actually read them. And yeah. I'm telling you, As it's, a citizen. it's an easy read, and it okay. is gripping. You're like, wow. what? What? Really? You found what? Where? Wow. And this is not even, you know, this is just the indictment, of like enough to get the grand jury to indict him, and it was... So there's going to be more, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's a little bit of a preview of mm-hmm. the uh, evidence. And so I was just like, I was actually pretty riveted. I stayed up wow. too late the day that the indictment came down. And I recommend because I feel like we should have the first hand. It does not read like a bunch of legalese. It's very, I guess they call it like a talking or a okay. speaking indictment, which okay. is like a a whole kind of indictment that people use when there's actually like a story to tell. Okay. So that the jury can get a better picture of what's going on. And so... I highly recommend because I think it's important. And that's what I did. Yeah. That sounds like a very important thing to do. And you know, that is going to be in the news and on those things. It, it is so interesting and insightful to go to the primary document because it gets interpreted many different Mm -hmm. ways. And if you can know what it says, that just like helps "Mm, you navigate on that. Yeah, it helps. It does. It helps you navigate all of the coverage of that topic Mm -hmm. and all of the spin that is put on it and all of that. And, you know, like that's just something I think we've gotten so far away from with the Internet of like going straight to the source. Right. That I think it's super important. So I did it. Okay. (laughs) Well, for my what else am I reading? I have a show and tell, and it is this New York Times kids section. How cute is that? It's so cute. Oh my gosh. And I am actually going to lend you this today because (gasps) I was telling you about this. This one in particular. Oh, yes. This section is about puberty, and it is fantastic. Oh my gosh. So I want you to take it home and share it with your girls. So these come out once a month in the Sunday New York Times. We don't get the times right now, but my in-laws do, and they save these for us and bring them to us. But you can also order them separately from the New York Times website, and I think they're just $5 a section, so it's very affordable. I feel like I will do that. I think you will after you see this one. They are fantastic. As you can see, see, they're just so well-designed. Colorful. Colorful. You want to open it. 
And it says right here, editors note, this section should not be read by grownups. <laughs> How much do kids want to read that? Right. Um, so they cover current events in ways that make things relevant to kids and share facts while being appropriate for yeah. a younger audience. And then they always just have pieces and other stories and quotes on non-news topics that kids love and I also break the rules and I enjoy reading it too. (laughs) You know, like what's one thing you would change about your school? How could you make the world better? What do you think about this topic? And I just love exposing the kids to that. I mean, that probably will be part of our homeschool. I'm not going to lie. I'm hoping it will be. (laughs) So anyway, I'm excited to share that with you. And as I said, in particular, this puberty issue, I just, oh, I was so thrilled with it. That's awesome. Okay, and finally, instead of obsessions in our Reading Roundup episodes, we close the show by each sharing a recent memorable reading moment, which can be any notable experience we had, big or small, because of a book. So what's yours? So I had the, you know, once every couple of years, I feel like, or once every few months experience of like reading a book all in one sitting. And that happened with Frindle. And it's a short read. So, I mean, it was easy enough to do, but also just like, so Jeremiah took the girls camping over Father's Day. <laughs> High five. Because he had Juneteenth off and the oh Friday before off. Because his company has made a lot of those like four-day weekends mm-hmm. now. And so he, we were going to go. And I just was at the point where I like really needed a break from the girls. I needed to do some stuff to get ready for the new school year and just have like you know, and he's just like, we're trying to figure out when we could do that. And he's like, well, why don't I just take him camping? I'm like, it's Father's Day. Don't oh. take them camping. But he loved it. It was a nice change of pace for all of us. So I just had the house to myself. I had been doing a bunch of really productive things like oh. laundry and planning and yeah. all kinds of stuff. And then I just sat down for the afternoon and read this book. And That's it was just delicious. It is. It's happened before. I think I've even talked about it before on the show. But when it happens, it is golden. It is. And I'm always sure to like love that book. Yeah. There's something about that that like bonds you to that book. Yeah, just and being you end up fully liking it. immersed yeah. in a story. Yeah. So so good. So good. Oh, that sounds so wonderful. Well, I want to share the experience of listening to one of my childhood favorite books, The Castle in the Attic by mm. Elizabeth Winthrop. I listened to that with the boys on our drive to and from a really fun camping trip that we took mm-hmm. where just I took the boys nice. and I went with some other mom friends and they took their kids And it just, oh my gosh, it was just such a memorable, wonderful reading experience and sharing it with my kids. So I had a hardback copy of this book as a kid, and I remember reading it, rereading it, still remembered a lot of parts of the Mm -hmm. story as an adult. It tells the story of a 12-year-old boy who's gifted a model castle and a toy knight who ends up coming to life. Mm. And it is just magical. It's coming of age. It's adventurous. I remember as a kid, it feeling so magical and adventurous. And my boys had that same experience. Uh, I I didn't, you know, pre-listen. I wasn't sure how it would hold up, if they would be into it. And I put it on. I had told them this is going to be a totally tech-free weekend. So I'm putting it on an audiobook Mm -hmm. in the car. And I put it on as soon as we left the driveway. We were all instantly engaged. Oh, that's the best. And it was like the perfect length. It was two hours there and two hours back. Oh, nice. Anyway. So you started and finished it on the trip. That's so perfect. Yes. So that was just all really cool to Mm -hmm. share with them. And I was taking them on this camping trip for the first time by myself. So it just felt very memorable. Love it. Okay, that wraps up our summer reading roundup. We hope you heard about a few books that you are excited to read and we're wishing you great summer reading. Check out the show notes for links to all the books and other things we mentioned. You can find those in your podcast player and at girlnextdoorpodcast.com. 
If you would like more content from us and more peeks behind the scene and want to support the work that we do to make this show, we would love to invite you to become a friend of the show on Patreon for $5 a month. There are already three bonus episodes, plus two recorded live hangouts waiting for you, plus over 200 other super fans of the show to connect with. We would love to see you over there. We also love to see you on Instagram. We are High Girls Next Door. So find us there and tell us some of your favorite summer reads or a recent memorable reading moment. You can also send us an email at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. I don't know what scone mouth is, but I don't, I don't know. think the listeners but I don't, want I don't to hear think it. they want to hear it. No. It doesn't sound good. Uh-uh. Um, anything by Emily Henry, I think, makes mm. a good summer read. So mm-hmm. Beach Read, I really liked the one called Beach Read. And Happy Place, I'm really enjoying right now. Those have been my favorite so far. I said we were going to go back and forth. Oh, sorry. I just That's took okay. it right over. That's okay. You go, you go right ahead. <laughs> edit, those, edit those in the correct order. Okay. I'm just like... <laughs> I know. (laughs) Okay. We'll go back and forth. Okay. And then Vanessa is very into space in general, but she. Scoop it up. (laughs) Try again. (laughs) What did I want to say? And wait, what? Yeah.